Don't you think that He has equipped you to accomplish what He's asking you to do? Don't you think that He's gonna be there to encourage you? Don't you think that He's gonna reward you for that obedience? Yes to all of those things. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and welcome back to In Grace. Today, we are going to, again, open up the scriptures. We're in the Gospels in our series, The Story of Jesus. And today, we're going to finish a message that we started yesterday, His Words of Comfort in Trying Times. We find ourselves in John chapter 14. And yesterday, Jesus gave us three things to remember to keep in mind when we're going through heart trouble or trials. He said... Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and then I go to prepare a place for you. All of these things, if we'll think about them, we'll remember these three things, then it's going to help us to get through whatever the trial is in this life. And I think also remembering what Jesus did for us is going to bring us back to, listen, he's allowing these things, these these hard things, these trials in my life, but he, he went through much worse. And if he did that for me, he must really care about me and I'm going to be okay. So it's kind of resetting our mind and remembering all of that. And sometimes that's hard to do when we're in the midst of a trial. So we're going to talk about that and more today here on In Grace. Before we start today's message, though, I've been telling you a lot about In Grace traveling opportunities. So my wife and I and some of our staff, we would love to host you on one of our upcoming trips. We're going to be going to Israel at the end of next month in February. Now that trip is probably full, but you can still look just to see if we have an open seat. And then we have another trip the following year to Israel, and you can already sign up and put your deposit there, and that's February of 2024. And then we're going to Alaska this summer, and we want you to come along on a creation cruise with Bruce Malone, Majesty Music, and we're going to have an absolutely fantastic time seeing the beautiful creation and also having a time of worship and learning in a room on the ship every evening. So if you'd like to come on one of these adventures, please go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and click on travel. Jesus continues again in the upper room, talking to his disciples. They had gone through all of this bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, and he's trying to help comfort them and encourage them. Isn't that God? Isn't that the way he acts? We go through discouraging times, but there's hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. John 14, 12 says, verily, verily, which verily means of a truth. So you could say truthfully, truthfully as well. I say unto you, and by the way, anytime Jesus said those words, it means like, hey, okay, listen, everything I'm saying is true, but pay attention especially to what I'm about to say. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Now that is interesting because he healed the sick. We have a lot of people in our church that are suffering from cancer. I would love to go and just totally cure that and they don't ever have to worry about it again. So does this mean that we can go do those miracles? And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, some of you are like, oh, good. So 
Lord, give me a million dollars, right? So remember, you need to ask in his will, okay? Ask in his will. If it's in his will, he will do whatever. Now, he was talking to the disciples here. I think it applies to us in some ways, but I think he's directly speaking to the disciples. They were literally going to do miracles. As they went around and ministered, once Jesus left, he said, I'm gonna leave. You're gonna be here. You're gonna be my hands, feet, my mouth. And in this dispensation of the church, they had the ability to do miracles. It was the sign gifts. They could speak in tongues that they didn't know but were known languages, okay? I believe all of that has ceased. All of that has ceased when the Bible was completed. And there's a whole sermon on that. I won't go into it now. But they were going to have the ability to do incredible things. Now, Jesus' miracles would not be matched in its magnificence. I mean, think about what he did. He walked on the water. He calmed the stormy sea. He raised the dead. He fed 5,000. So their miracles, their works that they were going to do wouldn't match his in magnificence, but they would match his works in outreach because they would have a lot of time to do these miracles, do these works, and they would be greater in that sense, not in magnificence, but in the people that would be able to be reached. Again, I believe those sign gifts are over. There are still spiritual gifts that we have in operation today, but not in tongues, not in healings. Now, does God still heal? He can. I believe he does. But don't go to a faith healer for that, okay? Just go directly to the Lord if you're seeking that. John 14, 15 is a profound short verse, but it's important. It's the key. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Love is a very important word in the book of John because it's used in noun or verb form 56 times. Love. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Really simple, folks. If you say you love God or if you say you love Jesus, it's real simple. Do what he says. Do what he asks. You say, I can't. Well, we're gonna read later that you can. God gave you something that will enable you to be able to keep his commands. But love is an important part of the Christian life. Have you ever seen a loving dad? I mean, like, got the dad, year of the ward, 25 years in a row, straight. That incredible loving dad, I mean, just, just really great dad, with an obedient child. The child, whenever the father asks something of the child, the child does whatever the dad asks without arguing, without complaining, without hesitating. He said, I'd like to meet that child. Yeah, I'd like to meet that dad. But if you ever saw that, it would be impressive. It would be incredible. What a testimony of love and obedience. But that's what Jesus is the son to his father, and that's the model that we are to have from ourselves to the Lord. If you love me, keep my commandments. It's that simple. God wants to do great things through you. So if he asks you something, don't you think that he has a good reason for asking you to do that? Don't you think that he has equipped you to accomplish what he's asking you to do? Don't you think that he's going to be there to encourage you and assist you in accomplishing what he's asked you to do? Don't you think that he's going to reward you for that obedience? Yes to all of those things. Because we have a loving, loving Lord, loving Father. So we know that 
The first step of the Christian life, if you look at the, the Christian life as a ladder, the first rung on that ladder, for sure, is believe. Trust in Jesus, and that's it. But then, if you see another rung, that second rung would probably be called love. And then the next rung of that ladder would be called obedience. Not to be saved, you start at belief, but the Christian life is believe, love, obey. Now you say, okay, how do I do that? I want to do that. How do I do that? We're going to get to that next. John 14, 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. This is capital C. This is the third person of the Trinity. That he may abide with you forever. This is incredible. Now, while the Old Testament, we find some people were uh, indwelt or helped by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God would come and go in the lives of people. In the New Testament, Jesus is promising a comforter that will be with you always. Okay, this is incredible. Don't say you can't do it. Don't say you can't live the Christian life. Don't say you can't be the husband you should be, the wife you should be, the worker, the employee, the employer, the friend. You can because you have, if you're saved, a comforter. Even the Spirit of Truth, verse 17 whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. This is incredible, this is exciting. In these trying times, aren't you glad you have a comforter? There's nothing better on a cold night than a warm comforter, but we have something far better than a a blanket, uh, we have something that is God in us. Apart from the Spirit of God, we cannot live the Christian life, but with the Spirit of God, we can, the Comforter. At the moment of faith, uh, you are indwelt and sealed by the Spirit of God until the day of redemption. I mean, it's incredible that you have God in you. The Holy Spirit here is promised by Jesus. He came not long after the ascension, on the day of Pentecost, and the Holy Spirit indwells every believer at the very moment they trust Christ, and they are sealed until the promise is fulfilled at the day of redemption. Now, we usually think of comfort, the English word, as something that is soothing or consoling, right? But the English word actually comes from two Latin words that mean with strength, so when you say comfort, you're actually saying with strength. So true comfort strengthens us to face life bravely and to keep going. It does not rob us of responsibility or make it easy for us to give up. Isn't that a great quote? So here are the two secrets for effectively using the Spirit of God in you. Okay, ready? It's two secrets. Now, you probably already know these secrets. Seek to glorify Jesus, number one. So in everything that you do and everything you say and every thought you have, seek to glorify Jesus, one. And two, make much of the word of God. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. Are you looking for an adventure that will take your breath away? Then check out In Grace's new series, Amazing Arches, that explores the natural beauty of God's creation 
from the iconic Delicate Arch in Utah to the lesser-known arches in Arizona, Colorado, and Kentucky. This series showcases the stunning diversity of these natural wonders. But it's not just about the scenery. Amazing Arches also features PhD astronomer Dr. Danny Faulkner and PhD geologist Andrew Snelling, who provide fascinating insights into the geology and history of these iconic landmarks. Get your copy of Amazing Arches for a gift of any amount. And when your gift is $25 or more, we'll include the popular video series, Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. Call now at 800-78-GRACE or visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. This is a key to the Christian life. Is it a life of rule following or list checking? No. It's a life of relationship with God. That's how we can achieve the things that God wants us to achieve. And you're still going to find yourself, let's say, the Ten Commandments. You're going to find yourself keeping the commandments of God, but it's not because you're trying to keep the commandments. It's because you love God so much that you love your neighbor and you're never going to take from him or cheat on your wife with his because you care too much about him and you care too much about your wife. It all comes down to loving God, okay? That's how we live the Christian life, by the, the spirit of God that indwells us. So there's no greater comfort to know that the great God of the universe loves you and dwells with you, lives with you. And that's incredible. Have you ever seen warning labels? I think they're actually a lot of fun to read if you ever take the time to, most of you don't even read the warning labels. You don't read instructions if you're a guy. You don't read warning labels. I saw a warning label on a hairdryer and it says this, do not use while sleeping. <laughs> Truthfully, it says that. Another warning label on a bag of chips says this, you could be a winner, no purchase necessary, details inside. Uh, on a packaging for a clothes iron, do not iron clothes on body. Some of you have done that, haven't you? Especially you guys trying to iron. On a kitchen knife, there was a warning, keep out of children. <laughs> Very nice, good advice. On a string of Christmas trees for indoor or outdoor use only. Yeah, think about that one. And then this is my favorite. On a chainsaw, it says, do not attempt to stop chain with your hands. <laughs> so anyways, but the next verse we're gonna read is a warning. Verse 24, the first part of it in John 14 says, He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. So what's the antidote to that? Love Jesus. First trust him as Savior. Then love him, obey him, be empowered by him through the Spirit of God. And then you will not have to worry about that warning. You will succeed in your Christian life. Verse 24 continues, The word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, here it is again, the Holy Spirit, you have the Father, you have the Son, you have the Spirit. The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. I remember times in my life when I can't remember where I put the keys. Has that ever happened to you? I can't find my phone or I can't find my house. No, I usually can find my house. But, you know, you find yourself forgetting things, can't find things. But then just as I need something, 
from the Lord, or if I'm talking to someone, or even if I'm preaching, suddenly something that I had read years ago comes to mind from Scripture. God can do that. God can bring things to remembrance. God can help us in our infirmities, but it all starts with reading this, studying this, memorizing this incredible book. And I've been amazed by that time and time again. Now, does the world need peace? Absolutely. The world has promised peace. Many presidents have tried to achieve peace, but our world is getting worse and more dangerous every day. And Jesus said this, remember his disciples in the upper room were troubled, they had heard all this bad news, they had to eat all this bitter fruit, and then he says in verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, the world's peace doesn't work, it's not real, it's fleeting. But when Jesus gives you peace, it's lasting and it's wonderful. And that's what our God is. God is a God of peace. And we live in troubled times. We live in trying times. But Jesus is giving us words of comfort. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Say that with me. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Jesus offers real, lasting, perfect peace that won't come to the world until the world sees the Prince of Peace return. But we can have peace in our life. We can have peace with God when we get saved. And then we can have the peace of God in our lives as we walk with him, as we love him, as we obey him, and as we allow the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to fill us, to control us. One afternoon, there was a little boy that was playing outside and he was using his mother's broom as a horse. He had a wonderful time until it started to get dark, but he left the broom on the back porch and came inside. His mom was cleaning up the kitchen when she realized that her broom was missing. She asked the little boy about the broom and and he said, oh, sorry, mom, I forgot. I left it outside. She says, would you go get it for me? So he goes to the back porch and starts to open the door and it's dark outside and he's afraid. And mom says, you know what, honey? It's okay. The Lord's out there too. Don't be afraid. So the little boy opened the door again and said, Lord, if you're out there, please hand me the broom. (laughs) And we are fearful. We are timid. The most confident person I find is vulnerable. We are all insecure. We're all afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. We have God in us, dwelling with us. We have heaven to look forward to. We remember what he did for us on the cross. We keep in mind that he's coming again. He's coming again. Let not your heart be troubled. We'll wrap it up with verse 28 through 31 of John 14. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh. Who is that? That is the devil, the prince of the world, but he's going to be defeated shortly. The devil thinks he's accomplished something great. He's got one of the disciples to betray Jesus 
and he's got other people to condemn Jesus and he's going to be crucified and killed. The prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. In other words, Jesus is victorious. Even at the moment that the devil thought he won, Jesus was winning and won the battle right then and there on the cross. But that, the verse 31, the world may know that I love the Father and as the Father gave me commandment, which was the, the commandment that he gave the Son, why did he come? He came to die. Even so, I do. And then the time in that room was up and they were going to leave this last assemblage of them huddled together in one place. They would walk from this place up in Jerusalem down through the Kidron Valley. He would keep talking and teaching them along the way, and we'll cover those things soon. But eventually they ended up in a garden called Gethsemane where he prayed, sweat drops of blood, was arrested, tried, and crucified. So this was it. This was their last moment together until he comes again. Then we're going to have that sweet time to be able to sit and listen at the feet of Jesus. Even so, I do. I will obey. So if Jesus obeys, we ought to obey him. And then he says, arise, let us go hence. Aren't you glad that Jesus is coming again? All the troubles of the world will be solved by the real prince of the world, the prince of peace, have you ever found peace with God? That's the starting point. How do you do that? By believing. Jesus died for you on a cross. He rose again. He said, if you will believe in me, you will not perish, which is hell, but have everlasting life, which is heaven. It's that simple. Trust in Jesus and you will be saved today, tomorrow, and forever. Then you will have the spirit of God in you forever and you will have the peace of God with the Lord as he dwells with you as he abides with you. And that's in the darkest of your nights. He will be with you. As you eat that bitter fruit, he will be with you. Are you going through a hard time right now? It's likely that you are because this is the, uh, the plight of people in the world. We live in a world that is sin-cursed. We live in a world of pain. But we also know that in that trial that you're in, you have someone there with you. You have someone there helping you and comforting you if you know Christ as Savior. Now, if you don't, you need to accept the gift. You need to put your faith in him. Jesus is God. He died for your sins and rose again. If you'll trust in him, you'll be saved. Then you have someone closer than a brother that will never leave you or forsake you. That, my friends, is help, calming, giving you peace in the midst of the storm is to have Jesus there with you. And right before we go today, let me remind you that we have a really neat travel opportunity for you coming up this summer. We're going to Alaska on a cruise and you're welcome to come along with creation speaker Bruce Malone, my wife and I, Majesty Music, Shelley Hamilton and others will be with us. And it's gonna be a beautiful way to see the most amazing state in the United States and to see God's creation. We're also gonna be meeting on the ship in the evenings uh, for a time of worship and learning. And uh, we'd love to have the time with you. So if you'd like to learn more about that, go to ingraceradio.com, click on travel and click on the Alaska cruise or call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. Another really neat project that we've just put out is called Amazing Arches, a four-part video series featuring uh, Dr. Danny Faulkner, who's an astronomer, but he also is in love with arches. So he shows me the arches 
arches of Kentucky. We together see the arches out west in Moab and other places. You've got to see this video series. We're actually playing part three this Friday of Amazing Arches, and we really want you to see these amazing arches. And it's also going to teach you about how the rock layers were formed and how these arches might have been eroded away. And so if you'd like to get this video series, make a gift of any amount to this ministry in grace, and that money will be used wisely and carefully to make sure the gospel gets out there to a lost and dying world. If your gift is $25 or more, we're gonna send you another video with Dr. Danny Faulkner, who's with Answers in Genesis, and that video is called Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. Are you looking for an adventure that will take your breath away? Then check out InGrace's new series, Amazing Arches, that explores the natural beauty of God's creation. Get your copy of Amazing Arches for a gift of any amount. And when your gift is $25 or more, we'll include the popular video series, Our Awesome Universe, Big Bang or Big God. Call now at 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to us at InGrace PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.